Okay, welcome to our broadcast on this Sunday morning. Today we are going to be um, we're going to be talking about Thanksgiving again. This is Thanksgiving's coming up, but you know we we really can't talk about being thankful or Thanksgiving too much because uh, today I'm going to talk about how powerful being grateful and having Thanksgiving in your heart and and in your life and in your mouth, how we are thankful, how it affects our life and what it does through our life. I'm going to give you a few scriptures. Uh, One of the first scriptures we're going to go to is in Psalms 92, 1. Uh, Well, before we do that, let's go ahead and open up in prayer. Father, we thank you today. Lord, we thank you for who you are. God, we worship you and we honor you, Lord. We thank you for this glorious day, Lord, that we have breath to breathe. We have a family, Lord, in our life. We have people that care about us. We have a, we live in a nation, Lord God, has been blessed by you and, and God, your hand is upon this nation. And Father, we're grateful and thankful to be born in America. Lord, we're thankful to be able to have the life that we have. We're thankful, Lord God, for, for all of the blessings that you have uh, brought into our lives and and that we're able to be a blessing. Lord, that we're able to help other people, and we're grateful and thankful for these things, Lord. We thank you for your goodness, your grace, and mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for sending Jesus to pay the price for our sins, to give us eternal life, to to give us a, a eternal place in the kingdom of heaven. We are grateful for all that you've done, Lord, making the way and preparing the way. Lord, we thank you for who you are and what you're doing and and what you will do throughout our life, Lord. And we just give you glory and honor and praise for it in the name of Jesus. And everybody in agreement said. So in Psalms 92, um, we're going to start out with, uh, I'm going to read it in the King James. I'm going to read it in three different uh, translations, the King James Version first. But in Psalms 92, 1, it says, It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Verse 2 says, to show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Now in the New Living Translation, it says, it is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to the Most High. It is good to proclaim your unfailing love in the morning, your faithfulness in the evening. The Passion Translation says, it is so enjoyable to come before you with uncontainable praises spilling from our hearts. How we love to sing our praises over and over to you, to the matchless God, high and exalted over all. At each and every sunrise, we will be thanking you for your kindness and your love. As the sun sets and all through the night, we will keep proclaiming, you are so beautiful. Now, that's the passing train. You are so faithful and beautiful. That's my my interpretation. You are so faithful and beautiful, Lord. You're awesome. But that's the Passion Translation. And um, uh, I was reading uh, a few scriptures on thankfulness and about giving thanks. In Colossians 3.17, it says, or I'm going to start out in 15. Colossians 3.15, it says, this is in the New Living Translation. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. Now, this is a, this is the apostle Paul instructing the body of Christ at Colossia, commanding them to always be thankful, instructing them, be thankful always. Let the message about Christ in all its richness fill your lives, teach and counsel each other with all wisdom he gives. Sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to God 
with thankfulness in your hearts, with thankful hearts. And whatever you do or say, do it as a representative of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks through Him to God the Father. Um, and uh, in First Thessalonians chapter five, First uh, Thessalonians chapter five, four, starting in verse fourteen, again the Apostle Paul says, "Brothers and sisters, we urge you to warn those who are lazy, encourage those who are timid, take tender care of those who are weak, be patient with everyone." See that no one pays back evil for evil, but always try to do good, to teach each other and to all people. Always be joyful, never stop praying, and listen to verse 18. Be thankful in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you who belong to Christ Jesus. Now, uh, when, when we talk about being thankful or having thankfulness or being grateful or having a grateful heart, a lot of times... Of course, your parents probably told you as a child, don't be ungrateful, be thankful and be grateful for what you have. They're trying to teach us that the attitude of our heart, the attitude of, of our emotions is important. So in life, whenever, you know, a lot of times we we strive for something, we may, uh, we may try to win something and we don't win. Have you ever been to a carnival and you try to hit that, you know, they got the balloons all out there and it's supposed to pop when you throw the dart at these balloons. You're throwing these darts and it bounces off. What is, th- all right, hold on now. Something's not right here. So you're throwing a dart, it bounces off the balloon. You're trying, you're hitting, you know, they, they've got this set up to where, you know, those darts are probably sanded down where they're not real sharp. The balloons are, or the air is just enough in them that, you know, it's going to be hard to pop it because they're not blown up real big. So, you know, they're going to try to get as much money out of us as they can. But the feeling of when you try to get what you want and it doesn't happen, it's like, oh, ungratefulness. I really wanted that toy or that little, that little plush animal. I wanted to get that so bad. So you, you have a, a tendency to focus on what you didn't get, what you didn't receive, instead of thinking about, hey, you know what? I'm here with my family. <laughs> my family brought me to this place, and it's it's all the lights, and it's the games, the rides, and we're having a great time being together. And you know, and and mom and dad worked really hard to get us maybe funnel cake or cotton candy or whatever. We don't focus on all the other things that are going on, but we focus on that one thing. So having ungratefulness or unthankfulness will cause you to stop focusing on what you have and to focus and concentrate on what you are missing or what you don't have. So it takes your perspective and it funnels it into a negative point to where all you're focusing on is what you're missing, what you don't have in your life. Um, Gratitude or thankfulness will stop you from looking at what you don't have and see what blessings and good things people you do have in your life. You have uh, some of us, you know, uh, many of us maybe don't have a whole lot of friends, but if we have a few good friends, if you have one good friend, and I've said this before, if you have one good friend in your life, you are blessed. But a lot of us, you know, don't realize the people that we have in our life. What, how, what a blessing and how thankful it is that maybe you have someone that you can call up and, and they talk to you and encourage you. You have someone that when you're having a bad day and you just get on the phone with them or you text them and all of a sudden, man, your day just changes. All of a sudden, wow, their attitude just made my day. Their attitude made me stop thinking about something bad and think, man, you know, life is good. I really am blessed. Things are okay. So 
looking at people that we have in our life is something that we we need to be thankful and grateful for. Gratefulness or thankfulness will stop you from focusing on yourself and to look at others. A lot of times we're looking at something we didn't receive or we didn't get or something bad happened in our life, and yet there's somebody else that may be a neighbor or somebody, another family member, a friend or someone in in, uh, in this world or someone that we're maybe not real close to, but someone that we know. And their life, they are going through something that is far worse than what we are facing. You know, you might have burnt the cake. You might have been, <laughs> everybody's waiting for that delicious cake and you burnt it. Or the other day, my wife's probably going to beat me up for this, but the other day <laughs> we have family uh, come come in and stay all night in their little van out in the out in the driveway. They fixed it up really nice with this uh, utility bed or, or this bed with their mattress and they're trying it out. So they're sleeping in our driveway and they got up and she's fixing them breakfast. And next thing you know, I look over and the house is full of smoke. I'm like, what's going on? She's, ah, the bacon. I said, baby, you can't be talking to them while you're cooking. You got to stay by the stove. You got to check this. So the whole thing of bacon is just completely black, burnt up, smoke's filling the house. You know, you could, you know what? She didn't even miss a beat. Here I'm going, baby, what are you doing? And she's like, it's okay. We got sausage. We got eggs. We got gravy. We got everything. She's just going on like nothing's happening. So, you know, you can, you can take a situation that, that some people would be devastated by. And she's like, Hey, you know what? I've got family here. I'm so glad that they're here and we get to talk and we get to see them. I haven't seen them in years, but you can take a situation that normally would cause you to lose your peace and, and be distressful, be uh, unencouraged and be sad, and depressed and oppressed. There's so much depression and oppression in this world today. We need to remember who we are and who God is that we don't have to be oppressed and depressed. We have so much to be grateful for, but for focus on that one thing, you know, the rest of the breakfast was amazing. I mean, it was delicious. Okay, we didn't have a little part of it, but it was so good. But if we focused, if I, and I have a tendency to be like, yeah, but the, but the, I was looking forward to the bacon or the, you know, you focus on that one thing that you, it ruins the rest of it. So we have to learn that thankfulness, the attitude of our heart, that's what God, the apostle Paul was instructing the believers. Be thankful in all things, in every circumstance and situation, we can find something to be thankful for. I want to, uh, I want to take you to, this is a um, scientific study because a lot of people, they don't take God's word, you know, for just that God's word is enough and it should be, but we have to have science to prove it. Listen, science don't prove God's word correct or, or prove that God's word is right. God's word is right. Science just proves out what God's word already says. It, it, Science, you know, God's word doesn't have to, isn't right whenever science finds out or proves it. Science is confirming what God's word says. Oh, God's word was right. Oh, okay. God did know what he was talking about. So um, when you look at, let me find this here. In the, this is a psychology, uh, psychology today. And it has seven scientifically proven benefits of being of gratitude and ha- and being thankful. Number one, gratitude opens the door to more relationships. Not only does saying thank you constitute good manners, but showing appreciation can help you win new friends. According to a 2014 study published in Emotion, that study found that thanking a new acquaintance makes them more likely to seek an ongoing relationship. 
So whether you thank a stranger for holding the door or send a thank you note to the colleague who helped you with a project, acknowledging other people's contributions can lead to new opportunities. Number two, gratitude improves physical health. Grateful people experience fewer aches and pains. And a report feeling healthier than other people, according to a 2012 study published in Personality and Individual Differences, not surprisingly, grateful people are also more likely to take care of their health. They exercise more often and are more likely to attend regular checkups, which is likely to contribute to further longevity. Number three, gratitude improves psychological health. Gratitude reduces a multiple or a multitude of toxic emotions from envy and resentment to frustration and regret. Robert Emmons, a leading gratitude researcher, has conducted multiple studies on the link between gratitude and well-being. His research confirms that gratitude effectively increases happiness and reduces depression. Number four, gratitude enhances empathy and reduces aggression. Grateful people are more likely to behave in a pro-social manner even when others behave less kindly. According to a 2012 study at the University of Kentucky, yay, Kentucky, study participants who ranked higher on gratitude scales were less likely to retaliate against others even when given negative feedback. They experienced more sensitivity and empathy toward other people and a decreased desire to seek revenge. Number five, grateful people sleep better. Writing in a gratitude journal improves sleep, according to a 2011 study published in Applied Psychology, Health and Well-Being. Spend just 15 minutes jotting down a few grateful sentiments before bed, and you may sleep better and longer. Or you could also count your blessings, name them one by one. If you watch White Christmas, if you're having trouble and you can't sleep, try counting your blessings instead of sheep. And you'll fall asleep counting your blessings. That's one of my favorite. Uh, Number six, gratitude improves self-esteem. A 2014 study published in the Journal of Applied Sports Psychology found that gratitude increased athletes' self-esteem, an essential component to optimal performance. Other studies have shown that gratitude reduces social comparisons rather than becoming resentful toward people who have more money or better jobs. A major factor in reduced self-esteem, grateful people are able to appreciate other people's accomplishments. Number seven, gratitude increases mental strength. For years, research has shown gratitude not only reduces stress, but it may also play a major role in overcoming trauma. A 2006 study published in Behavior Research and Therapy found that Vietnam War war veterans with higher levels of gratitude experienced lower rates of post-traumatic stress disorder. A 2003 study published in the Journal of Personality and Social Psychology found that gratitude was a major contributor to resilience following the terrorist attacks on September 11. Recognizing all that you have to be thankful for, even during the worst time, fosters resilience. So you have God's Word, and if you're not confident, even though you should be in God's Word, you have scientific studies that have proven that gratitude and gratefulness changes our, it actually affects and changes our life for the better. It causes us to be less stressed, less oppressed, 
to be better people toward our, our, our fellow man. So having a heart of Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving shouldn't be just on November, you know, or whatever the, the third Thursday, last Thursday of the month. It shouldn't be just in November. It should be all year round, just like Christmas, guys. Sing Christmas songs all year round. <laughs> I love Christmas too. Um, that's for some of the guys at work. They, they don't play the Christmas music. We love the Christmas music. Um, when you're unthankful, it will cause you not to see the answer or the solution, the way out. You will stop looking forward and look down. You stop, it stops you from seeing that God is working for you. What, ha- what happens with oppression when, when people are unthankful or ungrateful or you're sad? What do you do? Your head, your head hangs down. You're not looking for your future. You're not looking at anything that's going to happen except what's going on right in that moment. So when you're oppressed, when you allow thoughts of unthankfulness or ungratefulness, you stop looking to see how God is working for me, how God is working a way out, how God is, God's word tells me that if I trust in him, that he'll open up doors that no way that I could open up. That if I put my faith and trust in God, God will take care of me. He's our, in Matthew, it talks about taking care of all of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, that God cares so much more for us than he does nature. If he takes care of nature, how much more is he going to take care of us? So looking down or being sad or depressed, being negative or thinking on negative thoughts causes us to look down to the point that we don't see that there is light at the end of the tunnel. And that light's not an oncoming locomotive train going to smash you. <laughs> there is, there's hope. It's, it's, I can see I'm coming out of this. So having a thankful heart, having a heart of gratefulness, having an attitude of thanksgiving is not just a holiday, but it's a way of life. So we just want to encourage you and give you um, something to think about, something to help you that if you're facing troubled times, you're facing hard things, to remember, find something to be thankful for. And it will help you to come out of a dark place and see that the sun, you know, today it's cloudy out there, but you know what? The sun is, sun is still shining. The clouds are only hiding. The sun didn't, it isn't, isn't, uh, pulled back into space. It's the sun is not, you know, uh, kept from us. The sun is shining as bright as it ever has, but we just can't see it today because it's really cloudy out there. But I'm telling you, the sun is doing its job. So, you don't, you don't have to, ever have to wonder, is God working? Is he helping? Is he there? Is he, is he looking out for me? God is always doing his part. He's always working for us. So today we just want to encourage you and, uh, we're going to, I'm going to pray for you here in just a minute. But, um, whatever you do, doing in your life this, this holiday, maybe you're, maybe you're secluded. Maybe you're not being able to re- be around family. Maybe you're not able to be around friends. But you can connect with somebody. You know, the social media and all that is, yeah, it has its, it can be very depressing. It, I don't, I don't encourage you to just search all the social media, but maybe connect with somebody through a phone call or, or a, a text message. It might take you a while to get a letter written to them, but you could write the letter and send it, but you could connect with someone. There is someone that is, is waiting to hear from you and someone willing to hear from you. So, if you feel like you're hopeless and there's nobody out there, remember somebody cares for you, especially your heavenly father. So father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you today, Lord. We thank you for helping us to see that we have 
purpose in this life. And there is a reason to be thankful and to have gratitude and have gratefulness. There's a reason to look up instead of looking down. Father, we thank you, Lord God, for uh, helping people and touching people's lives that maybe have uh, feel hopeless today. Maybe they feel like there's no way out. Lord, we worship you and we honor you and we thank you, Lord God. We thank you for moving on their behalf. And Lord, today in the name of Jesus, we just thank you for working out their situation. Lord God, letting this year be, even though it's been so rough, Lord, let it be the best year they've ever had. Lord, let them see that you are still with them and you are working on their behalf. And Father, we just give you thanks in the name that is above every name, the precious name of Jesus.